Welcome to the Inspire to Be Authentic podcast. I'm your host, Matt Lancedal. Inspire to Be Authentic is a podcast where we converse with people who are living their most authentic lives. We get real with our guests and talk openly about how they live with courage to be themselves. We explore barriers they have overcome to be more authentic and aligned to themselves and their purpose. Today's episode 19, and I am joined with Caitlin DeRoy. DeRoy, yeah. DeRoy, okay. In Canada, it would be DeRoy, right? In, in the French part? So DeRoy. DeRoy, okay, right on. Hey. <clears throat> so welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Yeah, so good to have you here. Very um, excited. <laughs> Uh, so today we're going to be talking all about how to find and follow your unique purpose and passion. Super, super excited about this topic. Um, <clears throat> before we begin, I just want to introduce you and kind of let the audience know a bit about who you are and what you're about. So Caitlin trained as an actor and has been working as a freelancer for the past 10 years. Aware of the lack of support offered to creatives and freelancers, Caitlin founded The Authentic Project in 2017 with the intention to build a platform which offered the freelancer all-around support in order for them to thrive in their chosen profession. Caitlin believes that vulnerability and raw honesty are the most powerful qualities we have as humans. They have the power to open us up to new experiences, to push us to take steps we wouldn't normally take, and to allow us to forge real connections with people. Combine that with some focus, a healthy mind, and a lot of silliness, and you'll be ready to go. <laughs> I, love, I love it. I absolutely love that. Um, Big time. We're, we're so aligned in our purpose and what yeah. we're offering to the world. Um, I first off want to just ask you, um, how did you get to this place where, where authenticity was, was a focal point in allowing you to forge forward and, and, and just be who you are? How, Walk us through your story. As probably for everyone, it has been, it's been a process, but I've been lucky enough to have been brought up in a way that I was never told what to do. I was never told you can't do this, you have to do this. So I never really had any boundaries to break. It was just a very supportive environment always. And I was brought up, brought up quite alternatively and always very open about talking about what was going on and for a long time I was one of the few people who was just who would be claiming emotions and be like I'm feeling this it's okay it doesn't define who I am and then life happens school happens and then I went to drama school and it was a big success for me and I was like yes I've done this this is brilliant this is what I want because for forever I wanted to I wanted to act and that's that was my passion for so long because it was the feeling, which I didn't know to begin with, but the feeling of impacting other people and allowing other people to feel emotions, which is the reason a lot of people go to the theatre anyway, is to sit there and to feel emotions that they're not comfortable feeling or they don't have permission to feel for some weird reason or another. Yeah. And, and then drama school was a hell of a lot of drama. I came out feeling less than I went in. I came out feeling more self-conscious, more, just less of a good actor. I was doubting my instincts, I was doubting my gut, because um, you get thrown so many different techniques on in drama school that you don't quite know where your true alignment is. Ooh, so, yeah, and coming out, I was just like, I didn't really know which way I was up, and I was like, no, I need to be an actor, this is, this is 
what I've wanted to do for forever. So I played that for a bit. I played that out and process and progress. And I met a lot of people in, as an actor, you probably know, there's a lot of freelancing gigs, hospitality, working with various people who are performers or creatives who don't have a nine to five job. And I just started to realize that so many people felt alone in what they were doing. Like as soon as you said, Oh, I'm I'm actually worried about when I'm going to next get paid or I don't know if I'm going to get this job. Someone else, they would agree. I'd be like, Oh, me too. But no one ever spoke about anything. And I started, I actually connected to this one girl at work who we had a very great conversation and later joined, um, started authentic with her. Um, and that was really the truth about, we're all feeling these things, but we don't speak about them. And um, it was like having the permission to go, hey, do you know what? I'm feeling a bit icky today, not very confident, not in myself, but equally going, do you know what? I feel amazing. And I started this um, session and selection of interviews with women in the arts about overcoming limitations, breaking through them, because there was a lot of pointing the finger in the arts about oh it was that casting director it was that director they made me do this they they're the reason why I'm not where I want to be and there was a lot of that going on and not a lot of owning actually why aren't I letting myself be there because there's the whole thing of like sometimes you're scared of how great you can really be and people are terrified of that and they actually it's a lot safer to stay where you know where's comfortable than it is to break through these limitations um and I remember speaking to one girl who is an actor writer and she was saying how she went to an audition and usually you come out and people are like how's it going oh yeah it went okay it went fine but actually she came out and she went you know what I smashed that I smashed that it was brilliant and she got such an authentic response from it because it was real it was genuine it wasn't arrogant and then I was starting to process that whole thing. It's equally going, do you know what? I'm not feeling good. And equally, I'm feeling great. I smashed that. This is amazing. And then that fast forwarded, that developed into the authentic projects and more of a practical sense that freelancers are often the people who, who've gone out, gone out of it alone, risked something, think outside the box. And, and really the people who need the support because we're the people who ah, just, we work alone, we, there's no community, and a lot of us feel like we're the only person feeling something, but actually we're all in it together. So the Authentic Project was a harness for that, and that has progressed onwards, and now I'm developing courses to help people break through limitations, come to the next level, realize their true potential, because that's my passion because everyone has that amazingness in them. They're just one step beyond and they just need the tools or the techniques or the little bit of inspiration to push through to that next level. So that's where I am today. Not my journey. Yeah. You know, we're, we share, we share so much in common. Like everything that you were saying there was um, exactly my journey and, and how we're delivering that is very similar as well. Um, One of the limitations that I work with mostly is shame. And that is a big thing that holds people back. And it, it's the thing that dims our light. And it's mm-hmm. the thing that tells us to um, 
hide in secrecy and not let other people know our struggles. What is what are some limitations that you come up against in, in your work? A big one for me in the past has been not being good enough. It's not been a massive one. It came up big time during acting. I used to do a course actually um, called AMAW's Anthony Mendel acting class and they're all over the world. They're based in LA, but they have them in Canada and London and all over okay. the place. And the idea of their courses, just a little condensed thing, it's the idea of acting is the fact is that you're never someone else. You're always yourself and it's just unpeeling yourself. It's not putting on thing. It's going, I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that and accessing that aspect of yourself. Okay. So in these cold read classes, the idea of the teacher is to push you into certain emotions or certain places you wouldn't naturally go to in day-to-day -day life, which are there and which for some reason you're not looking at or you're not sitting with. And because usually the blocks in your work are the blocks in your life, which the whole ethos of that is and it's very true and there was one class where i just wasn't able to connect for one reason to another and i was just there was a big block and i remember the teacher just going to me caitlin you are enough just as you you don't need to do anything you don't need to put on anything you are enough and yeah, I get too emotional just thinking about it, but it's the most powerful words you can ever be told. Because I think a lot of us put on so much that we need to be so much else, need to prove so much, but actually we're all so enough as we are. And that, that was a big thing. And I'm still processing lots of that in different aspects, but I think, I think every challenge you go through highlights a different aspect of that and you break through it in a different way and it'll, Sometimes you think, oh, I'm over that, and then it'll, it'll come back, but that's not a bad thing at all. But that's something which has been a constant for me of not being good enough or whatever. Yeah. One of my, one of my most popular podcast episodes is around how to break down the I'm not good enough syndrome that we all experience. And I think yeah. the reason why it's most popular is because we all struggle with it. Exactly. So, so how, how are you working your way through that? Oh, it's a wobbly road. Um, I have, I have, I have wobbles. Wobbles I call just like times and days where for one reason or another, just bah, I just feel not very grounded, not, not, I don't want to say not in alignment, but just, just a bit knocked for some reason or another. But I know that that's, when I'm in it, it's tough and I have to speak to myself to realize, no, this is, this is teaching me something. I'm learning something from it, but also going, ah, no. And of course, in all of us, there's that like loggerheads about what I'm feeling something. I don't want to be feeling it. I know that I can change this, but also I'm very much in it. So I, I've got a lot better at it now because I now can locate when it comes up and the feeling of it. And I physically feel it in my body. Like I yeah. feel the kind of, it's like a, I was speaking to someone the other day and it was like a shield around my heart. And like, when you feel insecure and not good enough, you kind of like, you want to just get under a blanket. But now, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and you know, you have to push through. And I think what has 
which is actually teaching me more now, which I've actually just realized is having to walk my talk yeah. and sit in that. How do you find that? How do you find getting over? I'm, I'm, I'm just giggling because that was my day yesterday. I had such a tough, a tough day yesterday where yeah. I just, I shut down work and I just, I hid in inside myself and I, I was just feeling really off. And um, part of my journey was to allow that allow it to be to be there and the more we try and push something away the more it persists and because it needs to be experienced and and that's actually my next question to you so it's a perfect segue how important how important is feeling our feelings to aligning to our authenticity so much yeah. i'm laughing just because sometimes the emotions are not the most comfortable emotions to sit uh, in or they're not necessary ah uh, and I think we have, as society, we have labeled some emotions as good or bad or, oh, yeah. I can't feel this. Or if I feel that I'm weak. And I think that's an awfully, I don't know, stagnant horrible label to put on things because those emotions, say sadness, grief, everything, they're not weak emotions. They're, I, I see all emotions as equal. And aligning, and you say aligning with authenticity and giving yourself the permission to feel them. And once you do, they pass so much faster. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, we've all been there when we've just gone, oh God, I feel angry, I feel sad. No, nope, no, nope, I don't. And you kind of push it down to the side and it's gonna come out. It's gonna come out somewhere, projected onto someone, onto something else. And because yeah. we don't have, there's times when we react really dramatically to something and usually it's not because of what's happening, it's because of, something which we haven't dealt with before but i would 100 percent agree with you there just very much aligned to it and it's a process and feeling them isn't always nice yeah. but they're not bad emotions to feel and they're not weak emotions to feel they're all equally strong and they're feeling these emotions is essentially just energy in motion that's it it's exactly. flowing it's there it's what makes us human and that's a lot of my ethos with the authentic is we feel emotions. That's brilliant. It means we're alive, which means we're human, we're experiencing, we're processing, because otherwise they just fester. And also it's totally fine to have days when you just want to curl up in a ball. Um, they're normal, because if we felt great the whole time, it would be, okay, fine. But you wouldn't have the contrast to, to really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, and this is why vulnerability is so powerful because a lot of the things that we want to be vulnerable about are the things we don't want people to see about us. And for, for people to know that I'm experiencing depression on some days, right? That, that relatability right there is so powerful for someone to, to feel safe in, in their experience of depression or anxiety, right? So I think it's, um, yeah, authenticity really is our superpower as human beings or vulnerability, sorry, is our, is our superpower as human beings. Big time. Yeah. 100%. You, you had made a comment about um, feeling things in your body. And I'm curious because for, for me, my, my authentic expression has been so much more heightened and, and just by being more present in my body. I've been very much heady my whole life and experiencing my life in my head. And it mm -hmm. wasn't until I started to really connect to my body and allow my myself to experience life through my body that I really started to connect with with the truth and the energy of who I really am not what I am but who I am the energy of who I am 
Um, mm -hmm. what's, what's your experience around that been like? Do you know what? I'm very, I'm very much a physical person. I, I believe that we're here to experience life physically and to do whatever you believe. I, I believe we're energy in a physical body and just right now, wherever we're experiencing that. But in sense, I'm very much into emotions working their way through your body. And sometimes if they're not processed, they log somewhere in your body, they stick there. And that can develop into diseases or whatever it is. I fully feel the connection between the mind and body. And I can feel when I haven't done, say, my meditation or my yoga or my workout or been outside or anything. And I, I know the benefit that has for me. That sometimes if I'm just feeling so foggy headed and I'm really unfocused and I'm working and I just can't do anything, um, I find that getting in my body really helps in that aspect because it, it connects the two for me. And I think a lot of the time, most people are very heady because we live in a world where we need to think our way out of things. But feeling our way out of things is so much easier. I don't know, for me, for me anyway, not for a lot of people, but it's a lot simpler. It's not overcomplicated. And once you feel your way out of things, feel what your body needs, I feel like your body always has the answer. And it's the whole thing of like following your gut, your gut your gut knows always yeah. it's usually your first response. Yes. No. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm definitely a physical thing. <laughs> just a physical thing. Um, and shift in that aspect at big time. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a very similar experience and that is how I've aligned to the truth of who I am is through my body, through mm. my, my gut and really? okay. connect, connecting to my, um, my intuition has been a huge part of connecting to my authenticity because I, I feel things and I feel other people and I, everything is about feeling for me. I'm very, very clairsentient in, in, in that ability to be able to kind of draw on other people's feelings, but also be able to draw on my own. You have to have a connection to your own feeling repertoire to be able to connect to other people's feelings, right? Cause that's kind of the bridge. Mm. Um, so yeah, definitely that's been the, the biggest aspect for me is, is, is connecting to my body and my feelings and my gut. And that's how I've really drawn into um, alignment, really. There's also something there with knowing once you're in tune with your own emotions, you know what's yours and you know what's someone else's. Because sometimes yeah. you can pick up someone else's stuff and realize, oh, yeah. oh God. And then once you know what's going on with you, you don't have to take things so personally. You realize nothing is your fault. It's just everyone else's emotions at a time. Everyone just banging into each other at one thing. Yeah. And there's something so freeing about not taking things personally. You go, okay, that's just where someone is today. Just like if I respond to someone in a way, I know that's just where I am today. And I think that is so freeing. And some people might think it's, I don't know, scary or simple. But for me, it's like, okay, cool. I have the freedom to feel my emotions and choose whether I want to get affected by someone else. Exactly. Exactly. Big time. Yeah. So we both have the word authentic mm -hmm. or authenticity in the title of what we do. So let's, um, let's break this down. I've been actually grappling with, with what authenticity means. 
and what it means to me. So I'm curious, what, what, is, what does that word mean to you? To be authentic. To be authentic to me is to be truly in alignment with what is going on with you at any given moment mm -hmm. and to accept and embrace that and to realize that's all part of being human and that's all part of this experience and by doing so that's how we grow because it's it for me it's a stepping stone of challenges and wobbles and celebrations and ups and downs but once you truly sit in that it's like um Brenny Brown living in the living in the ring mm, being yeah. courageous stepping out there every day being being open to being seen for your wounds your scars your brilliance because you know by living in that space other people see that and go I have the permission to do that too mm. it's not it's not that bad or that scary and it is just who I am and that is what that's what connects me to people like I have no interest in small talk or anything yeah. I, I want to know what light no. yeah. <laughs> like I want to know what lights you up like what are you passionate about yeah. I don't care what your job is I want to know if you love it yeah oh that's god <laughs> that's I, that's so well said too because I'm like I, I really struggle with small talk. I don't go to like events where it's pretentious and stuff because it would just pull me out of my element. My element is like, you know, if I go to a party, I'm not the guy doing rounds and, and having little bits of conversation with everybody. I'm like, I hone in on like two or three people max and I go like an hour with each person. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's just, that's where I thrive. So I totally get that. I totally get that. Is, yeah. is authenticity dynamic? Is it fluid? Like, is it constantly changing? Like, or because you said moment I, by moment, right? Like honoring who we are moment by mm, moment. Is it, mm -hmm. is it changing? Is it something that we're all, that we know that this is who I am and this is what I need to continue to work towards? Or is it always moving and changing with our beliefs and our attitudes and our ideas? And Such a great question. I, I'd say it is constantly changing. Yeah. Because it is moment by moment because you, you can't predict how you're going to feel in the next second. And sometimes you're kind of hit, hit sideways about, oh God, I wasn't expecting to feel that. Whether you go somewhere, feel something, smell something, sometimes you get a bit shifted. And sometimes you might, and it might not be practical to be as authentic, depending on where you are, to have your authentic emotions, you might feel like, bursting into tears you might feel like doing anything but I say it is always shifting it's always dynamic because we are constantly in motion we are constantly in flow we're constantly developing growing breaking through barriers and also other people other people are dealing with stuff and battling with wobbles and demons and successes and brilliances and part of being human and everyone's kind of dancing the dance together and you kind of get a bit hit by everyone sometimes in a good way sometimes in a bad way but always just in a just in a way that hits your emotions in some way yeah. have you found that oh. you know i'm st I, st I think i'm still learning <laughs> yeah well, i'm still i'm time. still learning and growing through through it and i think for me um I kind of, I, I kind of have two ways of framing what authenticity means. And I think I have the, 
we ha we have the the self concept of who we are in our minds, and we we have these constructs of who we are in our minds, and we try and align mm. and be authentic to that, right? So I am a son. I'm a coach. I'm a this. I'm a that, and I try and live my life to be authentic to my purpose and my passion based off of how I construct my world from my mental self. And then I'm now learning that I have this other self, this energetic self, that's this infinite self that is connected to everybody else. And I feel like that's, that's where I'm, I'm now learning how to define what's authentic to me is, is through this expression of energy. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I think it is constantly changing and it's fluid regardless because energy is constantly changing and, and moving and 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 you know one moment i could feel lower vibration the next moment i can feel higher vibration and I'm, I'm riding this roller coaster of life so it's always about pausing in every moment and grounding myself and honoring honoring what this experience is trying to show me and teach me and I think when I align to that, I'm constantly growing and evolving, which is something that's really important to me being authentic is I'm, I'm always um, changing and growing and, and evolving. So yeah, I would agree with you for sure. Definitely. It's interesting you say it is two different things. Like you're saying the mind and sometimes you can get very stuck in the mind of who I am, who am I, what people are going to think of me and constantly worry and I found that usually when you get too in your head about judgment and what people are going to think of you and how far you are and X, Y, Z, that's where things don't flow anymore. Yeah. Things, things stop and things get very constricted. And, and sometimes you can sit in that space for days and then suddenly on the fifth day, just break out of them and be like, Oh, that was silly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not amazing. Right. Yeah we can change so, so dramatically from one day to the other based off of just allowing energy to move. That's really what mm. it comes down to. Mm -hmm. mm. These are great. Really getting me thinking. I hadn't thought of it in that way. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. 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 I'm always kind of grappling with this stuff and I've always wondered, I'm like, do people, do other people have this experience, this, this dichotomy or this dualism between head and heart? as I do, because I always feel like I'm experiencing life in this crazy roller coaster of like up, down, up, down, I drop into my heart and then I'm up back up in my mind. And you know, I am a Gemini and Gemini's are air signs and it's all about dualism. Mm. So we experience a, 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 a part of our world through our mind and we experience a part of our world through our hearts. And for me, it's, it's been about balance. How can I, how can I come more into alignment of, um, allowing myself to move through these worlds without it having to be so extreme. And, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think that's, that's really what I'm working with now is learning how I can, um, maybe it's, maybe it's just not judge my experience. Maybe that's what it comes down to because the head experience of life is just as valid as the heart experience of life. Right. Okay. And I think part of my experience has been about, there's an aspect of me that rejects that mm -hmm. I want to be more at heart centered. I want to be more spiritual. I want to be more of these things. And sometimes I, um, maybe not validate. Sometimes I don't validate the experience of my mind and, and, and what my mind can offer the moment. I think the power comes when you bring it together. Yeah. You go, my mind's powerful. My body's powerful. My spirit's powerful. And it's, it all comes together somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Like 
you know, when you get that feeling when it's something like it's grounded in you, it's grounded in truth. And I think a lot of people feel this, but don't have the language or the experience to know what it is. So might just put it off as, oh, I have um, mental health problems. I have anxiety and feeling icky. Oh God, that's a weakness. And we're not brought up in a society which celebrates and promotes any sort of acceptance for this so it is someone's own journey and it's a courageous journey to go through because most people go I'm going to do everything because I should do it Mm -hmm. and never actually ask themselves what they want to do what their passion is why they like it and it takes time and takes a big progress and process to get there but I'm fully a believer that you're always growing there and you're you're never ever fully there and I think that's actually brilliant because you're constantly learning you're you're here to be here and you're bringing your head your heart your spirit your mind together in this world and just some people haven't found that yet may never do uh, or they are a thousand years along in that in that journey but each of those is perfect for where they are but I just don't think we have that language as a society to support that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it reminds me of the question I have on my Instagram, which is how much of me can I be? I love that. And a lot of people, they hold back how much of them they can be. Like why, why do we do this as human beings? (laughs) This is what we need to clear out of the way, right? Because this is what's preventing us from stepping into our passion and our purpose because we're afraid of being all that we can be because of what? What are we so afraid of as human beings? Crazy when you think of that, isn't it? You go, why? We have this experience on earth. Why are we just making it harder for ourselves? (laughs) Mad. But we all do it. I do it. Everyone I know does it. And I think it comes down to feeling safe. And it's that idea of your comfort zone and fear and not wanting I've been researching a lot into fear of failure and this idea that people people don't want to be judged and I had a realization a few weeks ago about from from when we're like two we are taught that in order to fit in we need to be the same as everyone else we're taught that everyone has a school uniform if you wear something different you'll get bullied if you like you think differently you're weird if if you don't go to university then you're going oh well they'll fail at life if you go out on your own you're like no they're not gonna do it how are you gonna make money so we're constantly ridiculed and told it's in order to succeed in life we need to be the same as everyone else yeah which is it's crazy i've just gone on a bit of a tangent now i can't remember the trying to thought you were talking about we were just talking about how much of me can i be and what gets in the way but you answered it beautifully yeah yeah. it's conformity it's conformity and that's safety and we're not we're not used to stepping outside that because we have this should box of i've done this i've done that and to step out of that it takes courage so daily people need to step into that and that's that's harder than it sounds i'll just step and do it because it, it links to different things in everyone it could be lack of self-worth like worried about money worried about what people are going to think of you whether you're going to fail or not and i was thinking about that for so long realizing no that 
that's so backwards. We're taught to be the same as everyone else, but actually, in order to be truly authentic, we need to not be like everyone else. But it's, everything's a bit backwards. So in order to find that truth in your purpose, you need to have the courage to step out of that cycle to really be able to listen to what's going on with you. So it, it would take a shift for someone or something to spark that in them to realize, oh, it's okay to follow my gut, to do something different. Yeah. You just made me think of something. Um, in the sense of conformity, we have the experience from society to feel the need to conform, but we also have the experience of, as a human being to want other people to conform because conformity in other people makes us feel safe. It makes us feel like they're like us. Right. And I feel like we're taught that we're taught that in countries, in nations, in subgroups, in cultures that we want this, these people to be like us. So we have the same experience of them as we have of ourselves. They're mirroring back to us safety. And I think that's, that's where we need to really get out of this. We need to get out of the, the, this idea that we need other people to be like us and share our beliefs to feel safe. Because once we give permission to other people to, to be authentic, we're, we're energetically giving ourselves permission to be authentic. So I think it's like a double-edged sword. We need to make sure that what we're wanting from society, we're also willing to give to society in the sense of when it comes to authenticity. Big time. Does that make it's sense? also the opposite. Yeah. It's also the opposite way as well. Like you living your life authentically inspires others to do that as well. Yeah. And there is, and also there's this thing conforming and also being a cheerleader for other people. Yes. Which I'm big on because there's, there needs to be so much more of, hey, my friend's doing amazingly, not, oh God, what are they doing and I'm not doing? <laughs> yeah, comparison. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's going to happen anyway. But to, to bring each other up and to, like you're saying, it brought up the image of just being in a tribe and a community and everyone wanting to be the same and conforming and that safety. To me, that just went, oh, what I what I truly desire is to be in that group where everyone's experiencing whatever they're experiencing, but everyone is supporting and holding the space and celebrating that and elevating, being the wind beneath each other's wings. So then everyone rises. It's the whole thing of like the the tide rises all boats, so everyone can ascend. Yeah, yeah, I I love that. Um, are you an empath? You strike me as an empath. <laughs> Talking about this with a friend the other day. I think I, I think I'm understanding and, and very good at, and love holding spaces. And I just ex, accept and where people are with no judgment. And I think I, I personally know I need to be aware of not taking other people's stuff on. Yeah, that's what yeah. made me think of it. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, I love, I love hearing where, people's, where people are at any moment. And I'm fully there for everyone to be wherever they are. But then also just to be there for the journey, for the ride, not just sit in that space of... Because it can fester, depending on where people are. And it's 
like we said, it's constantly moving, constantly developing instead of this is what I'm feeling and this is what I'm going to feel forever. Yeah. But accepting the journey and accepting the feeling where everyone is. Would you say you were an empath? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been an empath since I was, uh, well, my whole life <laughs> really. And you know, I, I want to um, share an experience because I, a lot of my life being an empath, I feel people's feelings, but predominantly the, the feelings I've experienced growing up were, were people's shame were people's sadness, these sort of darker emotions. I, I can feel them. And it was very, very tough for me growing up to have this experience and um, something I'm playing with now is learning how to invite other people's joy and love and celebration and success in and allow myself to experience that because part of me didn't allow myself to experience that because what I would experience it as is jealousy because I was comparing their experience with the, a lack thereof of my within my experience and something that this actually this kind of really closely relates to purpose and passion because for people that don't know what their purpose and passion is, one thing that can actually help us align to that is jealousy. Because jealousy mm. shows us what we wish we had. And if you look at, okay, in this other person, I wish I had this. They, they have a really successful career. They're doing what I wish I could be doing. That aligns you to, to what you... So jealousy can be a signal within yourself trying to align you to what you want. And I just, I, if I, I just had that that moment where I was realized, okay, the, the, I want to be able to revel in other people's experiences, not just their sadness and their, their pain. I want to be able to revel in their joy and, and things like that. So yeah, that's kind of what comes up when you said that. Hearing you speak, my like fireworks in my head with so many, so many things. I had that realization the other day, big time <laughs> about just wanting, realizing that other people were in a certain place and then going, Oh God, Oh no. And then going, oh, well, that's just highlighting where, where I want, want to be. But I'm also, it's a big patience game as well, especially freelancing and setting up a business. It's, it's the patience game. It's a long game. You want everything to happen now. Yeah. And having to bring yourself back and reminding yourself of that. But that is a big one. Thank you for shining the light on that. It really, really is. And that whole thing about joy is the most vulnerable emotion you can feel. Yeah. And because it's the one where as soon as you feel immense joy, a lot of the time you'll be like hit by, oh God, that awful thing which could happen. And right. yeah, Brennan Brown gives the example of just looking at her children in bed sleeping and she's just overwhelmed with joy and she just can't understand how she loves them so much and then suddenly just she just thinks of something awful happening to them in a car crash and then bam and she's like whoa because we have this thing of not being able to sit with joy because we're scared it'll go away so we don't let ourselves sit in that place for that long because if we forbear joy and we if we go ah oh, then no one else can let us down yeah in a way it's crazy and i think that's how people experience the fear of success I don't, mm. I don't know if I really believe in the fear of success, to be honest. I, I, I think it is a fear of failure because we're afraid of having success and then it being taken away. So are we really afraid of success or are we afraid of losing that? Like fear of failing or fear of it being taken away from us. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely something I've struggled with is allowing my, my light to shine brightly 
um, because I worry about what, I, yeah, I worry about like, maybe the responsibility or I worry about it being taken away or, or, or whatever it might be. And also, as a lot of it is a fear of judgment. For women, especially if, if you are totally in your power and totally bossing it and being great, you get, oh God, am I being arrogant? Am I being too this? Am I being, I don't want to be too much. Yeah. And a lot of people don't allow themselves to sit there because yeah. it's a scary place to be. There was a quote I um, had the other day, which was just like, fear, there's no such thing as failure, really, at all. Because yeah. it's only failure if you don't learn something. And every time you've failed at something, you've learned something and it's taking you one step closer to where you are today. And you've learned something which you can teach someone else, which you can impact someone else's life so then they go down a different path. So it's never actually failure. So most people, we have this warped perception of failure. Yeah. And I think the success thing comes from well, from my opinion, from a lot of women, it's just not wanting to be judged. Yeah. And also, you, it's your, if you're fearing success, you're holding yourself accountable. Yeah. You're, you're going, oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, that means I have to do that. Yeah. It's, it's a big thing to step into that and to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I want to I want to niche the conversation even further and talk a little bit about purpose and passion and maybe just explore how we can start to align to these things. Cuz I think that's 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 really important is aligning to our purpose and our passion and what we've been brought on this earth to to do. And I, I, I want to just preface this conversation with this. I, I had an experience uh, growing up where I chose my purpose and passion based off of ego, based off of money, status, power, um, pleasing others, like, like our, our parents. These sorts of experiences pull us away from our authenticity and alignment. And I'm wondering from, from your perspective, I, this is an area that you're, that you're uh, well-versed in. So how can we start to... Um, make the transition towards really aligning to what is good for for us for our heart and soul I think the first step is fun fun <laughs> really just going well, what what do I enjoy what what lights me up what lights my soul up what what am I doing even if you're working a job that you don't really like what do I do otherwise what what sparks some sort of interest in me and shifting the idea that firstly it needs to make millions because I'm a firm believer as if you're, if you're following what you really, really passionate about money and everything works itself out around it because passion and interest and expertise will come naturally because you are so passionate about it. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people around me find that and realize that it's, it's about honing it. Cause for me training as an actor, and then I got to a point when I, I was bored of constantly waiting for other people to tell me that I was enough or to tell me that I got a part or a role or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
and I ask myself, well, what, what do I love about it? And I found out that everything I loved about it, I could shift into something I was genuinely passionate about, impacting people, people breaking through their own passions, people finding their passions, living them and embracing who they all were authentically, whilst also being on a stage and having real conversations with people. Because I also run events where we speak really authentically about people's passions and journeys and how they've got to where they are today and every single one of them is an entirely different journey but each of them had to take that step into the unknown Mm. and to realize that it is possible and it doesn't need to be how things should be because as you said it it is a lot to do with ego and a lot of people do it because they want to prove to their parents that they can do something and prove to this and the more we encourage this in people then the younger people are going to start doing this and then the more people are going to be doing what they love and the more that's going to be impacting each other. So I'd say fun and stepping out of your comfort zone and not, not needing it all to happen at once because I'm, I feel like it happens. And even if it's not the biggest money making thing in the world, at least you're enjoying your life and not just wasting it going to work that you hate and then living for the weekend and then doing it all again. Yeah. Nothing will suck the joy out of you more than doing something for eight hours a day that you hate. (laughs) Right. That literally kills my soul. The idea of it. Oh, I know. I'd rather be broke and and in joy than rich and in misery. I I really, and, and, and I think part of me, that's, that's how I'm able to take my leaps of faith and mm. and surrender and and i've i've done that i think four times now where i gave up a a career where i was making about $85,000 a year to start my own business and make barely nothing right and i've done that four times now where i've leapt into mm. something completely unknown and you know what you're speaking of in order for us to align to our purpose and passion it requires so much faith and so much trust in the universe that when i when i align to these these things that are so much greater than me right purpose and passion are so much greater than us um the universe comes in and it provides us with everything we're going to need but where we we get freaked out as human beings is we think it needs to come when we when we want it not when we need it and i always say i always tell people the universe brings you what you need in that moment no later no sooner right so it's but our anxious selves the part of us that doesn't want to take the leap of faith needs it to come now like show me three months in advance before i take my leap of faith that i'll be okay but the universe doesn't work like that the universe wants to see how committed you are to your purpose and passion before mm-hmm. <laughs> before it provides you with everything you need to make it happen so that's why I say sometimes we need to take blind leaps. And, you know, and, and I know a lot of people that are thinking right now, they might be challenging me thinking, well, if I have four kids, I can't just take a blind leap. I got to, I got to take care of my kids. So you, gotta, you obviously want to make sure that you're, you know, um, it's, you're not just thinking of your own self. You want to think of everybody else, but it is so important to have trust and faith when you're doing this, this, this work. Big time. And also, I'm very much in the camp of bringing it always, bringing it always back to the balance point. And, and so it is practical and so it is accessible for everyone because I, I believe everyone can get there and it, it doesn't need to be 
very much based in anything in particular, but it is something which we all know. We all know whether that's following the universe, which sure does give you what you need at the right time, yeah. or whether that's going, do you know what? This is what lights me up and this is what I'm passionate about and this is what I enjoy and have fun doing. And, and that language is the same. It's just different, different levels there. Because some person might go, oh, well, I don't, that doesn't really resonate with me. But actually, I really, I'm really enjoying painting this cup. So following that down the road and, and going that that joy and that fun and that trust in, in following what you love is a big thing. Yeah. So a lot of people love things and they don't let themselves do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So in the, in the work that you do, how do you help people? Because I know you have a course coming up, actually, and this is a great time to actually promote your course because you have a course coming up on September 12th called taking your freelance life and business to the next level by finding your unique superpower. And that just sounds so delicious. <laughs> how do you help people find their <laughs> unique superpower? <laughs> um, so the course now on the 26th. Saturday okay. the 26th. Okay, September 26th. Okay. September 26th. Um, I'll have the link in the bio for all this stuff. But, yeah. yeah, I'll have that. How I do that is we all think we need to be the same as everyone else. And we all think that we don't have enough of whether that's experience or university credits or anything. We don't have enough to really succeed in what we want in life. However, we all have something that we are inherently good at, whatever that is, whether that's talking to people, whether that's inspiring people, whether that's artistry, whatever that is, we all have something we are really, really good at. And this course is designed to find that in yourselves, locate that, which I like to call superpower, that individuality, which is your selling point, which no one else has, that authenticity of you. Yeah. Blow that up and then deal with all the things which come up in freelance life, all the limitations, all the fear of failure, the imposter syndrome, not feeling good enough, working alone and breaking through them, yeah. coming out the other side so then you can take your life, your business, your mindset to that next level so that you are able to thrive and live the life that you essentially started out to do. But for some reason we keep ourselves small. So that is how we work through it a number of exercises, a lot of community, raising all boats at the same time. Everyone's expertise helps everyone else out. And it's just about taking that next step, taking that leap, because everyone is ready to be where they want to be. Yeah. And it's just about getting the key, getting the right direction and going, mm, that's what I'm good at. That's what I can push. This is how I can share that with the world. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And it's, I, I think one of the for people that are really struggling kind of finding what their, their purpose or passion is and what their, their unique superpower is. It's sometimes it's about looking at how do, um, how do other people experience me, right? What do people come to me for? What's my unique skill set that people are looking to acquire from me? Because as human beings, we're interconnected and people will see in us sometimes what we don't see in ourselves. And, um, so it's important also that's a, 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 could be a unique way to, um, 
you know, see what you're good at. And I know for me, I'm, I've always been that kind of guy that people come and tell their secrets to, right? There's something about my energy that's just very, I'm, they, people say I'm very open and they feel very safe with me. And um, so, yeah, that's my unique selling point. And then I've, I've taken that and I've turned it into a career and a business. And um, so, yeah, I think there's, there's so many ways that we can, um, we can find what our unique superpower is and then we can start to create um, energy and abundance and a business around these sorts of these sorts of skill sets so that's it and bringing it together bringing the spiritual with the practical and taking everything to that next level mm -hmm. is where it's at yeah yeah i agree i agree um so something that I love to do with guests, because um, I like to have people on that are aligning. They don't have to be aligned to their authenticity, but they're aligning and they're always doing the work to align to their authenticity. Because yes. as we know, and we determine today, it's very fluid. But I do something called this is me tip of the week. So it's this is me as a self ownership statement being like, this is me, I'm standing in my power. And this is who I am. How what's one tip that you can share with the with the listeners that that you've done that you that works for you to help you own your power, own who you are and, and be able to step into your authenticity. Hmm. One tip. Like we said, it's a constant, it's a constant journey. Yeah. But I would say whenever you feel that wobble or that fear or that insecurity about doing something new, it will go against all instincts that you have, but you need to, you need to step beyond that. Whether that's literally picking up the phone to call someone, going out, doing something, taking an action to take yourself closer to that goal. How do you move that needle? How do you move yourself out of that comfort zone? Even if it's just a little bit, even that's just a trial one day, see how it goes, see how you feel. And I have no doubt you will learn from it and grow from it. And it is scary as hell. And to realize it's scary as hell and that's okay. Yeah. And if you fall, that's okay too. It's part of it. You'll get back up and you'll do it again. Yeah. I, I love that. And I, I fully stand behind that. And for my experience too, I think the more we contemplate our authenticity, um, the less likely we are to take action and move through it. And I think there's a stage in the, in the stages of change, you have a pre, you know, pre-contemplation, contemplation, uh, preparation action right and you you really want to honor each stage right as you're starting to grapple with your authenticity and who I want to be and how I'm going to align to this person or this this energy um, we, we have to honor that the, the contemplation stage is is important but when we're when we're actually going in and doing this work we action is the only cure we got to push through the wobbles we got to push through the uncomfortability and the fear and the shame and all that stuff and just keep rooting forward um and that's that's how we we we, we develop the courage is by pushing through the fear yeah and realizing that it's not the end of the world if something doesn't go the way you thought exactly yeah because that's the only way you'll grow the only way you yeah. could stay safe and do the same thing your whole life but you're not going to be where you want to be because the whole thing that that einstein quote the whole thing doing the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result yeah you need to step out of that comfort zone in that yeah same break, break the cycle exactly yeah so tell us a little bit about your course what um 
what can people expect if they enroll in this course? What to uh, share, share the deets. The deets. Um, it's a day long course, so it's nine hours. It's on Zoom and it's predominantly for creative freelancers and freelancers who are not quite where they want to be and who are very much in the don't have enough work-life balance, have this fear of failure, of judgment, of taking the wrong decisions, of constantly worrying. It is for all of you, creative freelancers, and it's there to help you break through those limitations which are standing in the way of where you are now and where you ultimately want to be. Mm. Through practical exercises, practical tips, community, spirit, helping each other out, and just, just really breaking through those stuff and taking those leaps and doing those exercises and doing the work so that you can take all your business, all your life, your mindset to that level where you can really thrive. So that's what it's about. I love it. I love it. And you'll send the, uh, the landing page link to yes. me so that I can share that in the, in the show notes. So everything will be in the show notes. Um, for people that want to connect with Caitlin, you can find her at theauthenticproject.co.uk and uh, reach out, say hello. As you can see, for people that are watching this on YouTube, that she has an amazing energy. Her eyes light up when she talks about this stuff. So <laughs> it's great. And for people that can't see her, you can hear it in her voice. She's just has such an infectious energy and, um, I felt a lot of joy talking to you today. Um, your energy is very radiant. Um, so Likewise. Yeah. Keep, like so many thoughts. <laughs> yeah, it was very stimulating, uh, this conversation. And it has me think, uh, thinking a lot about, um, about stuff. So it's going to be cool for me to chew on this stuff afterwards as well. And um, it helps me come up with new content for people. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy and that you're able to... Um, donate an hour of your time to to us today to be able to share your your insights and your energy with us so thank you thank you i absolutely loved it it's always a joy to speak to someone and people about something which is so important to everyone in the world and that everyone knows that they can relate to i agree i agree we're doing really important work right now and it's i think even especially right now is people are really grappling with a lot of their, a, a lot of stuff in their shadows and, you know, bringing their shadows out of the closet and, and integrating them and stuff. And a lot of this work, us giving pr people permission to be authentic by being authentic ourselves is so, so important. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It was Beautiful. brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, for people. Um, yeah. Give us um Subscribe and uh, let us know your comments in the, in the comments below. And for people on YouTube, same thing. Uh, it's always good to have you guys uh, chiming in and uh, sharing your thoughts and opinions with us. Have a beautiful day, everybody.